Rectum. Silver metal. Taxi. Puppy kick. You, yes. you, you start. Oh, hey. Welcome to This Be Dumb. My name is Dan Cummins. This is Joe Paisley. Thank you. This is our 58th show. It is. And we have a great show in store for you today. <laughs> yes, we do. We have One Star Heroes. Going to uh-huh. be talking about uh, Helium Comedy Club, where I just was. Mm-hmm. Thanks to all the dummies coming to the shows, talking about where's your shoes. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'd love it. That's how it went. Or check for shoes. Sorry. Oh, yeah, check know, for shoes. How much funny would that be? Like, hey, Danny, where's your shoes? <laughs> like, down my fucking feet, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. And, and all of them mess it up. It's no more check for shoes. They're just like, right. hey, where's your shoes? Where's your shoes? You're like, that's not it. No, no. you're so close. No, it was, a, it was a, what, see, the two most popular demo, it was, did you check for shoes? And but did you? But I, yeah, did you though? I don't. I don't know that I did on a lot of the on a lot of the episodes. Uh, and the shows, shows, I don't know if they I. They still went well. They still went okay, but I don't think I did check for shoes. Then you're fucking lucky. Before uh, before each show started. Wow. And there was oh my god, what's one of our more, are also more popular? Just don't. Thank you. And, you're then, and there was a lot of just don'ts. Uh-huh. I saw a lot of just don't shirts. And a lot of people just just don't like when I came, which is pretty fun. <laughs> and we do have another merch announcement coming up today. Yeah. But thank you to everyone. Uh, the Just Don't Volume 2 uh, mm-hmm. selling like hotcakes. Yay. So that is exciting. Mm-hmm. And that available right now, or th- that available at badmagicmerch.com. Uh, where else are you going? We're just going to get that out of the way right now. So oh, you were in uh, Portland and then Philadelphia in Columbus. Oh, boy. Um, wait. <laughs> it's okay. Philadelphia. We're so next. far out. Yeah. And then Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio is after that. That's September. Okay. And then October is, uh, oh boy. Who knows? San Francisco and another place. <laughs> and, and, but, uh, but I'm going to love it. But it's going to be great. It's going to be the best I've it's ever gonna, been. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kansas City. And it'll be, uh, yeah, we're actually, we just added new sh- some new shows in Kansas City, I believe, because the other ones uh, sold out or were almost. I love it. And it's, ah, yeah. DanComes.tv is where the shows are. Just go there. Just quit, quit asking. Just, just do. Just do go there. Just do go there. Just did. Mm-hmm. Just and check did. it out and buy some goddamn tickets. It's been fun. It's okay, been, great. It's been fun. Uh, and yeah, and I'm looking forward to talking about some of the, the chaos of the recent uh, place I went to. I love Portland. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, but me it's, too. It's one, part, part of the reason I love it is one of the craziest cities in America, and I'll talk about why in the one-star reviews. I, I absolutely cannot wait. Oh, my God. We have some good stuff. Uh, and speaking of that merch announcement that I was hinting yeah. at just then... This is a throwback to a You've while ago. You've been excited ago. for this for a while. So excited. Because you love these. I love them. So I, I don't remember what episode it was, yeah. uh, but it was pretty early on. I'd say definitely in the first half of the year yeah. of Is Be Dumb Existing, where for the two you from internet, we had the auto-generated Facebook t-shirts. <laughs> right. Uh, and Which not, I didn't know it was a thing oh, until man. you brought it up. And they're so funny. It basically just gathers all the information of places that you go. Huh? It grabs like your birthday off of Facebook. Uh, like maybe politics, whatever you list on there. Right. And then these companies just grab all that information and make a bullshit fucking t-shirt out of it. Uh, and they're so ridiculous. Just an AI-created t-shirt. <laughs> and we figured, let's have a couple in the store. <laughs> uh, so, Zach, you can bring it up on the screen for our YouTube viewers. <sighs> and if you're just listening, we oh have two t-shirts. God. One says, walk away, because I'm fucking dumb and I have a birthday. <laughs> Don't like it? Tough shit. I can't even fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> other one says hey snowflake in this house we check for shoes toss babies and gape with god oh my Don't god like it? i'll help you pack 
<laughs> so aggressive. It's so good. I mean, uh, you've never seen the shirts. You're like, uh, mm-hmm. my daughter is born in December, and I'm a protective dad. Like, right. they're, oh, it's they're so well, good. I, I saw them only because you showed them to me. Okay, and they're, they're and they're like, um, and people but, really buy them. Yes, right. yes, and <laughs> and they're even crazier when you see them in public. Yeah, and you look at the person that's wearing it, and you're like, what is happening? He bought that because you thought it was sweet, right? Not ironically. No, not ironically. He's like, that's ridiculous. He's no. like, this represents everything I stand this for. This is who I am. This is who I am as right. a man. <laughs> and I will protect my wife till I die. You don't like it? Then fuck you. <laughs> and I barbecue. I have. <laughs> this is like weird shit that you're into. And I skateboard sometimes, but used to do it a lot more when I was younger. <laughs> it's like easy. Facebook <laughs> read into me. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, so that's available right now. Badmagicmerch.com. Uh, there were some requests for like more ramped up, yeah. uh, like offensive types yeah. of stuff because our show is a little vulgar. Sure, so sure. There's some options. So now for now you. you have it. You have them right there for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anything you'd like to see on the show, be sure to send that in at dumb at isbedumb.com. And if you have a question about anything else, uh, whatever it may be, info at isbedumb.com. Uh, anything else you want to tease before we get into the very. Super most important starting question? No, I, I think it's going to be an aggressive show, and I'm, and I'm excited for it. Based, based on pre-show conversation, we're going to be – not that we – we never hold hold anything back. I was actually talking to somebody about this show where uh, they, were, they were very complimentary towards it. They like said they listened to all three of the shows. Boo! Oh. <laughs> and we're talking about this one and about like the inappropriateness of some of the humor, humor but which they liked. But I was just thinking, like, we get so ridiculous that I'll for- and I'll forget. We'll just like we'll record it and then just go into like more work, and then Logan will take something from the show and put it on uh, socials. And I'm like, holy shit, what are we doing? Like, here? even in context, that's rough. <laughs> but like out of context, I'm like, god damn. That's I remember, crazy. I remember uh, listening to Time Suck. Yeah, uh, you know, another show that we do here at Bad Magic Productions, and there's some stuff taken out of context there. Mm-hmm. That you're like, oh man, that looks real bad. Yeah, it's all of that on steroids. Like yes. if you. You could take us and put a, a, like a 90% of what we say here, mm. and we'd get in trouble. If, you'd, ha- you'd have a case we brought to court. <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have a lot of a hard time explaining it. If, uh, if, if, if censorship just makes its way to like the podcast distributors, oh boy. we're just fucking done. <laughs> like, we had fun. Any level of censorship, we just can't do the show anymore. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us, and right. come join us on the other shows, because <laughs> right, this right. one is done. <laughs> well, All right. We'll, we'll be broadcasting this signal from like a fucking weird island in international waters. Somewhere at ham radio setup. <laughs> right, right. That's the only <laughs> way we can get it out. Tune in to uh, 90, or what's the bottom, like 88.7 uh, on your FM dial, but right. you have to change the frequency a little bit, and it's only on Thursdays nights. Our, our store mainly sells FM signal boosters. <laughs> Like, you're probably going to need a booster. <laughs> in creepy vans that are decked out with AM, <laughs> right. like a, AM and FM boosters. Right. We record the show in the Azores. Because <laughs> it's one of the last places on Earth that lets you say whatever you want. <laughs> We're down in Antarctica. <laughs> like, on the side, we study penguins. And then on Thursdays, we do a podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of hear some jokes, like watching scrambled porn. You just hear some jokes every now and again. Uh, awesome. Okay, let's get the juices flowing. Okay. Zach, you know what to do. The very super most important starting question. This is a combo yeah. between Mbalu7 and Amber. Okay. So one I feel is a real name. Other one, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, would you rather have every ant in the world always coming to murder you? Goddamn. <laughs> or full strength kick one of your pets oh, no. once a month for a whole year? Full strength kick? That's a... I can kick pretty hard. <laughs> Super kick. 
Real hard kick. Oh no. But are you aware of how many ants there are? I know. A, I don't know the exact number. A, I, sh- I probably should have looked it up. This that is a really been, creative one. That would have been good podcasting work if I looked up how many oh, ants there were. Oh, I don't think anybody even knows how many ants. I mean, I'm going to say. Guestimation of like 60 billion? Oh, I'm going to say like thousands of trillions. A trillion? Oh my God. Ants? Zach? Worldwide? Zach? I'm looking. We need you, buddy. Uh, there's got to be, it's got to be, uh, and I know like a thousand is the next number, but I just can't remember what's after a trillion. <laughs> well, beyond that, I mean, my brain's like, well, I Yeah, don't it know. doesn't matter. <laughs> it might as well be so 10. Sh- yeah. At that point, I'm like, well, I, don't <laughs> I, don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Do I? But I, but I there are 22,000 species of ants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know how many. That time, okay, keep going. Time, times a billion. I'm still working. Deeper, I'm just saying that's a lot. Okay. okay. Just for the. Okay. So I like, I like, I like, we're like, hey, how many ants are in the world? And then we hear like, Zach's like, oh, hold on a second. And then just, um, <laughs> he comes back there, he's like, hey, some of them are red. <laughs> okay, buddy. Good job. Listen, but- some of them got wings. <laughs> uh, screw you guys. And also, it's about a million billion. <laughs> a million billion? A million billion. What even, is what that number a trillion? Is that, is that a trillion? That's, that's, no, uh, that's way more than a trillion. Yeah. Like, well, then why that's they 15 say- zeros. A million trillion. Oh, so this person fucking gave up too. Yeah, a thousand. They're, they're yeah, they like, I don't know. A thousand trillion <laughs> is the next number after a trillion. Right. Right. And so a million billion. Also, million. some of them are what red. The fuck. And some, some of them are red. red. And some are bigger. So <laughs> there's a big one. <laughs> some of them eat wood. <laughs> I would Thanks, love Zach. it. I would love it. I, obviously, Zach, we're taking a lot of license with this. This is not based entirely on what you did. But I would love it if it just kept going and going. Like you're saying, it's so funny to me. Like, yeah, but how many numbers are there? Like, how many total in the world? Yeah, okay, one second. Um, some of them bite. I know. We know. Ouchie, we know. ouchie bumps. <laughs> ouchie bumps for some like, of them. Yeah, yeah, I'll get back to the number. <laughs> some are real scary. <laughs> did, did you know Indiana has ants? Yeah, that fucking. Yes, all those places have ants. Okay, all right, fine. There's only one place in the world that doesn't have them. Where? Antarctica. We fucking know, Zach! <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Oh, <laughs> we love you. Um, so that's a okay. lot of ants coming for you. And it, You're you going to die. You're going to die if there's that many ants. You're going to have to always be on the move. Right. But... <clears throat> you don't have to I mean, your pet, I guess. You have to have a special, like... You have to live in a bubble. Like a crane, yeah, or a bubble that you just kind of roll around in and... You have to live in a you have to live in a uh, a bubble that is constantly being coated with poison oh, to, to kill ants. Sure, but think about that poison's going to wear off. Yeah, think about how thick. <laughs> I know how thick even like a million ants is. Oh my god! On a on a ball, if they just cover your house, you're done. They suffocate you. Right. They could block out the fucking sun. <laughs> just so many. The ants don't know. They oh could take god. down humanity if they just stood on top of each other and blocked out the sun. I'm gonna have to kick my fucking dogs, I guess. <laughs> Because I don't like there's you can't have life you can't have there's that's there's too many there's a lot of ants you can't do anything you cannot live a normal life uh, on any level and if they're trying to murder you they're going to murder you yeah they're, if yeah, they're, all the ants are after you you're fucking dead big ass shoes and it's gonna be a rough death fire like fire like super tall fire shoes right they're you're like some kind of circus performer at all times this is like the first this is the first one where I'm like I'm just gonna kill myself <laughs> well, I can't that's, a, that's, a, that's in here. Uh, <laughs> kick, your, kick your pets once a month for a whole year. We're gonna just kill yourself. I'm probably just gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but they're, they're saying like uh, you have to pick. Or you have to kick one of right. your pets for a whole year. Ugh. Doesn't mean one oh. of your current pets. What if you have like a, like oh, a kicking just, horse? I, I gotta get a shitty pet. Like a kicking horse or okay. a kicking cow. Okay. Okay. If there's <laughs> that, if there's that loophole, yeah. Where oh man, I gotta get a real mean pet. Or a pet like that doesn't what? care about you, like a fucking horse or a, or a cow. Can you kick a dead pet? No, no, it's it has to be alive. Oh. No, then you're in the insane asylum if you're thinking your pet. Okay, that's dead okay, is alive. I got it. Okay, what is it? Turtle. Whoa, it's in a shell. <laughs> I fucking launch a turtle. I put. I have a little like football tee. 
and I and I get the turtle on the tee Dude. and kind of like tie it down a little bit loosely, and then I scream at it to make it afraid, and it goes into its shell, and I fucking punt it. That's the best case I can come up with. Well, you just hope it's back in time for the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his problem. That's his problem. <laughs> Not yeah, mine. yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's no rules against like you have to take good care of your pet, or you have to like you know try and find it once you kick it. Your neighbors. I'll just kick it and be like, just run, just go. Don't you come don't, back. Don't come back. I have to kick you again. <laughs> you have no pets. You have no pets. That's that. That's the loophole. No, but I just picture uh, like you wake up, you brush your teeth. I don't know. Yeah. Take a shower, brush your teeth, have some cereal. Like yeah. while you're eating your like frosted flakes, right? Open your back door, walk out there, and just kick a cow. As hard as you possibly can. I, I like, still no feel hard bad feelings. for the cow. Just, but they can take <laughs> it. Sorry. See you mm. tomorrow. I just Is I, there any amount of niceness you could be to supplement a, a superpower kick to the to the whatever part and, of the and body? And then what a, what a psychotic cow owner you are. Where you, where you spend most of the month like fucking massaging it. Like what a weird experience for the cow. I'm so, sorry. Like you're, I'm so sorry. You're so nice to it. You give it all the best food. And th- that almost makes it worse. And then like I feel like the cow is like, oh, this person loves me. And this person like really cares about me. And then fuck. It's a textbook abusive relationship. Right. You're not. You're the best I've ever had. You're the fucking Ike, Ike oh, Turner of pet owners. All the best food. Right. All the best everything. You're hugging it. You're squeezing it. Mm-hmm. Next second you're kicking it in the fucking ribs. My God, you're the. Uh, you're what the, about a bison? You're like, the, you're the Chris elephant. Brown. You're the Chris Brown of pet owners. I try to update my reference. <laughs> my brain just goes bigger animal so that I'm more pathetic. Like elephant. Elephant's uh, like, I don't care. He's like, ow, bro. But elephants are sensitive. Oh, they're sad. They're smart. You'll be sad. I think they'd be depressed. <laughs> like it wouldn't hurt. He's it wouldn't depression. hurt him physically, but it would hurt his heart. <laughs> be like, what the fuck did I do? Oh my gosh! And they have good memories. They remember that kick. Sometimes they'd be eating their whatever elephants eat, eating their fucking bamboo peanuts, peanuts, uh, eating their circus peanuts, strictly peanuts. I think, That's I think, all they I think, eat. I think <laughs> elephants only live on circus peanuts. <laughs> you have to you have to present it to them in the little like red and white circus bag or circus carton. I will now eat. I will, now I'll eat. I will eat as my circus forefathers ate before me. <laughs> I will now eat this as my owner kicks me in the leg. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you probably hurt yourself eventually kicking a fucking oh, elephant, though. Probably. Dude, that's an ouch. I just picture the elephant, like, going to sleep at night, and it's just about to fall asleep, and it's like, why do you do it? <laughs> like, you just can't let it go? Just nightmares why, over why? it? Oh, you're just waking up. Elephant waking up in a cold sweat? <laughs> why does he kick me? I didn't do anything. I know I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> why did he kick me? Why did he kick me? Oh, my gosh. Ouchie. <laughs> and there's no way around uh, the ant thing. I mean, I know there's no. a bunch of them. They're going to consolidate. It's too many numbers. So what if you consolidate them by like maybe uh, it's like some David Blaine shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hang from a crane and you just consolidate them all because mm. they're, they're too dumb to know they can't murder you. God. Right. So they all consolidate. Right. And then you just fly somewhere else. Maybe if you lived in like a nice. And you get like you get like you get like uh, a year. Yeah. Of some peace before they right. all catch up to you. You okay. fly from Idaho to Florida. That's you know that's a good way to combat it. It's like, what if you could live, kind of like a tree fort? It'd be bad for everybody else. When be bad for everybody else's neighborhood. Be bad for the, in the neighborhood. You live. You, you have a big backyard. It's a tsunami of ants oh going God. from Idaho to Florida. Oh my god! It's fucking destroying lives. And you're like, I'm comfy. Oh my! You have a huge backyard. Uh, you'd have to have like a yeah, like a, a tree fort kind of almost like a helipad. Like you're living on a helipad with a big metal metal uh, you know post base. And then that would have to be covered in poison or grease or whatever the fuck. Right. You'd have food, uh, a place to go to the bathroom. Your a helicopter could land there to get you or at least drop the rope. You can like <laughs> climb up the ladder to get to the helicopter. And then you'd have to have a lot of like diesel, 
a whole bunch in a big flamethrower. <laughs> and that's what you do. It's like you just wait out. Every once in a while, you have to do this. You have to like wait in your little place and let just billions and billi- trillions of ants gather below. <laughs> and then you fucking well, flamethrow them. How high can you get? Because a trillion ants going to catch you. But that's why you have the poison. You have like oh, but- lots, lots of poison on the pole. Forever? But they don't even need the pole at some point. Yeah, because they, they just, just stack on top of on each other and bodies. take over your shit. Well, that's, I guess that's when the flame. Th- well, then you have to have like some kind of situation on top where you can just like release like um, uh, like like um, boiling hot oil or like <laughs> napalm. You have like a napalm release thing to fucking burn them off the pole every once in a while. I picture you just a lot trying, of work. trying to have a relaxing night. Right. Like ah, yeah. Now, like in, the, in your bed reading a book while you're yeah. just hoping that your plexiglass house pumps out boiling oil. Oh my god! To make sure you're alive the next day. You have like after doing this for a while, you have so many scars and you're like <laughs> missing fingers and stuff, and all of your injuries are ant related. <sighs> what happened? Ah, I chopped off a finger and I was trying to chop these ants up. How? What? What? Ah, they, just, they won't stop coming. And I got frustrated. and I got a machete. Sounds weird. Uh, this is like, like your right arm is like severe burn scars. What happened to your fucking arm? Ah, it's flamethrower backfired. Nice burning some ants. Just every war story is ant related. You're just a, a mutant. Oh my god. Just de- deformed, mm-hmm. melted, and <laughs> ants, bro. Missing an eye. What happened to your eye? I, I tried to stab myself in the eye because I got frustrated with the ants. <laughs> How many were in there? Lost, lost my six trillion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of ants eat my eye out before I was able to fight them off. For it, for, the hel- for the helicopter, they, held my, they were held. They held my arms down. My they legs down. down. <laughs> oh my helicopter God. got me. Like I mean, emergency evac. You're missing a leg. What, what are you gonna press that leg? Ah, fucking ants ate one of my legs. Before I was able to get <laughs> burn them off. What? I had to burn off my leg to burn off the ants. <laughs> it's a it's a it's, it's a win win. It's a win win. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? Let's get to the meeting, please. Anyway, I gotta order because I got the ants are gonna be here within an hour max. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta get the sandwich going. Number two, yes with cheese and make it fucking snappy because there is a, trillions of ants coming. <laughs> Soon your restaurant will be overrun with ants, and I do apologize for that. Don't worry, they don't want to kill you. They only want to kill me. Just hunker down, wait for them to pass. They'll keep on moving. Imagine being the drive-through worker where you have that conversation with them, and they're like, "What? Well, like, I swear to God, they're not going to try to kill you." Bye. Right. Beep beep. beep, beep. A little honk, and you beep, peel out of there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hour later, just ants. Just oh my god, just like a tsunami of ants. They don't move fast enough. And think about the flying ants. Those are a the fucking worst. Sw- it blocks out Those the sun. Those are going to be there faster. That's how you know. That's how you know that the ant army, the whole, the ant horde, is coming for you. Is when the sun gets blocked out. When it's like noon, and all of a sudden it feels like ten o'clock at night. And you're like, oh, <laughs> fucking ants. Not again. And, and you look, and just a dark cloud of flying ants. And there's scarier ants than the whole sky. Think about like rainforest ants that oh I don't even God. know about. It's a great way to discover some new species. But outside of that. There's there's some big ones. There has to be like termite si- or termite si- sized ants out it, there that I don't know about right now. Yeah, and those are the ones gonna be coming for me. If if I pick the ants, I swear to God, I'm always carrying a loaded handgun, not for the ants, <laughs> for but you. for myself. Right. Understood. Because if the fucking wall of ants gets too close, I'm not gonna go out like that. Sorry. What do you? What else you gonna do? A, that sounds that sounds like a horror movie. So we're kicking a pet. Kicking a pet. <laughs> I'm going bigger because I can't mm-hmm. kick. I can't kick a dog if I'm actually hurting it. Yeah, I know. That's super. It sad. It would kill it. I if I kicked Penny or Gigi in the ribs, they're fucking dead. Is there a better place to kick them? No, just the tail. Break their back. Ooh, just their ear. Oh, that's a fun game. Oh, you lock them in. They have a little suit. That oh, only has just a- kick their little flappy. <laughs> what do you just rip their ear? Oh yeah. my god, better than fucking kick them in the ribs. I'm kicking a turtle. <laughs> I mean, fuck those turtles. Fuck turtles. We, did, we established that a yeah. long time ago. Right. They're, they're annoying. They eat straws. They're fucking, they're too dumb to stay away from straws, which affects the way I get to drink my cold drinks. Why not kick them? So fucking take my frustrations out by kicking them. <laughs> I could kick a turtle. Mm-hmm. And we did just cover uh, the turtle getting hit in the, in the windshield. 
Right. So that's fun. I'll, so they can maybe survive a, a, a foot kick. I picture building up angst to justify kicking them uh, by just going somewhere and ordering a drink and having to drink it through a paper straw. And then by the time the straw inevitably disintegrates, <laughs> which usually doesn't take more than five minutes, then I'm like, fuck that turtle. Fuck him. I can't wait to get home. Can't wait to kick you that start turtle. Kicking, you start kicking turtles five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the person who like makes the rules comes by and is like, you don't need to kick them that much. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Some some much for the rule, some much for fun. <laughs> so it's because this is what you did, and now I'm a monster. <laughs> he has a meltdown. He's like, "Fuck! Never should have done this. Oh my god, I'm hurting this turtle." Right. Uh, okay, so that's okay. great. Thank you guys again for sending that in. Uh, that was just very unique. I don't think we've ever had a. I, I liked a. That was one of the rare ones we didn't turn sexual. Not yet. That was, not yet. We're gonna. We might go back and be I, like, I can fuck. A, <laughs> I can fuck a turtle. I can fuck a dead turtle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved that about. I think that was last episode. It was like it was like uh, Dan. I'll reread the question one more time. We're gonna talk about fucking your mom. Oh my god! Like, no, yes. no, that's not how that goes. <laughs> like, I'm gonna reread it one more time. <laughs> right, right. You don't have to just fuck her <laughs> while she's dead. Wait, what? No, you don't. That's, ah. not, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> okay, uh, it's my story for is we dumb. Great, do it, do it, do it. Guess where we're going? Hawaii. Hawaii. We're going back to Hawaii. I know some people have made fun of me for talking about my trip to Hawaii. I don't get out much. So it's, it's I went to Hawaii and then uh, and some, shit yeah. some shit happened. And so, sorry, we're back in Hawaii once again. Mm-hmm. But this is a uh, fun story. This is a fun story. So I guess I, the setup on it is we were told, we knew going in that rental cars were hard to get. Right? Yeah. Like people, for whatever reason... Uh, they weren't available. I'm not sure if like some businesses been out of business uh, or some car oh, rental yeah. places been out of business. But people were getting like U-Hauls, all this kind of stuff. But this was like a year before we even went. Um, and so the last thing we looked at a month before was like, no, no, no. We called some places. They're like, we got plenty of cars. Right. Don't even worry about it. And we're like, okay, we won't. We will trust you. As you say, you have plenty of cars. So we got there. And then guess what? No cars. Uh, no cars whatsoever. Going to adversely affect your trips. If, you know, you're not going to be able to get to the places yes. you wanted to go to. Kauai is, I mean, there, mm-hmm. you have to have a car to get around. Right, because it's, it's, you can't um, do, if you're you like, oh Uber. my God, yeah, you can't, oh, just do Uber, do Lyft. No, there's two of them. Right. There's two of them on the entire island. And, and I, they only work like one hour a day. Yeah, and I will say, COVID has just from starting to travel again, which I understand, people more worried about getting substantially less mm-hmm. Uber and Lyft drivers out there. Right. So, yeah, so you're not going to, yeah, in the way, yeah, Hawaii works where um, people are running on Hawaii time and it's a little more laid back. <laughs> uh-huh. You're never going to get anywhere doing that. Absolutely not. So we got there. Uh, we got off the off the plane. We thought we could just go get a car at the, at the airport. Nope, they're all gone. Uh, yeah. And then we were like, okay, fuck, we'll go call a taxi. We called a taxi. They're like, hey, um, you know, and after our flight, I mean, it's not like it's an insane amount of traveling, but it's like, yeah. you know, whatever, 18 yeah. hours or so. Of just kind of different planes jumping all over. We finally get there and we get off. We don't have a taxi. We have to wait another hour and a half to get a goddamn taxi ride. Uh, and this guy shows up. I don't remember his name. I wish I did. I couldn't really. I want to say Ray. Yeah. I feel like it was Ray. Uh, and we got in his taxi and he was a scary looking motherfucker. <laughs> like he looked like, uh, I forget his name. Who's the guy that was in uh, Machete? That was uh, in Breaking Bad. He has a scary face. Danny Trejo. Yes. Okay. He okay. looked like him. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. Face was all scarred. Yeah. Like shit mm-hmm. was just, it looked rough. I mean, that's why Trejo plays all those parts. Right. It's because, he, I mean, he, he's well aware yeah. that he comes across as a dude uh, for much of his career that you would not want to meet in an alley. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like physically, like he made my kids nervous. 
I like my wife was nervous. I was like, oh, right. I will sit. I will sit closest to him, um, <laughs> just because I'm I'm so strong and I could. I'll, if he wants to shoot me with a gun, I will say no, and then I'll be dead. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. least I'll say I'll say no. Don't and please then, don't <laughs> please don't just just don't <laughs> just don't just ah! come on just don't. <laughs> so if that's the case, I'll die first. Yeah, which is a win win for me because I get to get out of there and I'll have to watch the rest of my family get murdered. <laughs> um, but he he has like his English is very very bad. Mm-hmm. Um. He like you have a hard time understanding him. Yeah, like some words you pick up on him. Like okay, I know that he's talking about a road right now. Right, right. But outside of that, I don't know what he's talking about. Sure. And like you're like, like that, 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 you know, point. And you're like, like ha yeah. And you look like that's crazy. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And the kids scoot a little bit closer to me. Like they're just kind of a little bit worried. And especially in the rearview mirror when you just saw the eyes, mm-hmm. uh, he definitely looked like he might kill you. Okay. 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 So fast forward a little bit later in the ride, and we start talking between uh, Aaron and I. Uh, about like how are we gonna get a car? Like I think that we're I don't know what like uh, what the area looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far apart everything is. Blah blah blah. And then you pick up through his broken English. He's like he's like I got a car. <laughs> and we're like what? And then he, he talks a little bit more. Yeah. He goes blah blah blah. Da, 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 da. And then he hands me a business card. Yeah. He's like uh, and I'll, I'll just paraphrase. There's more yeah. here, but he's like if you guys can't find a car, yeah. I have a car. I don't normally rent it out. Is what he was saying, right? Right. He goes but. You guys don't have one, and if you need one, I have an extra car, and you guys can just rent it for me. It, it, right? I've never heard of that happening right. before. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's still, at that moment, a little scary. Sure. I'm like, okay, kind of weird. Like, is this guy going to... He just wants to take you to his house and kill you. <laughs> exactly. He's going to fuck me over. Yeah. So we go back to the place. He drops us off. Everything's fine at that point. And then the next morning, we wake up, call all the car places. Nothing's available. One car's available. It's a... A convertible Mustang, like so a perfect, 2021. Perfect for the family. Uh, costs like maybe $700 a day. Yep. And we're like, we'll walk. Thanks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, yeah. thanks. We are here for 10 days. Right. Uh, right. So we'll pass on that. And the $7,000 I was like, all right, I'm going to call him. I call him back. He's great about it. He goes, yeah, I will come and I'll come and pick you up. He's going to drive to the other side of the island. Come grab me. Bring him back to his house. On the way there, he starts talking to me about how, um, how he almost just recently died. He had like a blood disease and he's so thankful to be alive. He's always talking to me about his wife and kids and he's so happy that he sent his like kids off to the States to go to college and he's making a bunch right, of money here to right. send it off to him. And this whole time I'm like, I am such a fucking piece of shit. Right. Like as soon as you get to know him a little bit, he's like, great. I get there. His wife comes out like handshakes, hugs, like meet the family, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And he's like, here it is. I give him the money. I get in the car. We have this amazing trip. Come uh, back, drop it off. His he wife. He saved you. Yeah. His wife gives us a ride back to the airport, you know, blah, blah, blah hugs to all the family members on the way out right. to the airport. And I'm like, fuck me. Now, it's just a lesson in like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Just because a lot of it probably had to do with you can't, I couldn't understand him. Right. Which made it even a little scarier. Yeah. But I just didn't find, I found out later that he just had a, had a rough go recently. Ah. Uh, and, and so in, in yeah. English is not his first language. Right. But in that situation, it just, it, I was unrightfully scared of this man for I, absolutely no reason. I think the lesson I'm picking up. And he saved our entire trip. Right. We would have been fucked. Yeah. So fucked. We'd have been stuck in our little resort, which was basically might have been America. Right. Like, you weren't at the islands. You might as well just be at uh, California or on any coast at that point because you can't walk anywhere. Right. Yeah. I think the lesson I'm picking up is that um, if, you, if you get into a car with somebody, like an Uber, taxi, whatever like that, mm-hmm. and, and, you're, and your inner radar is going off, and it's like you're scared, and you're kind of worried about this person, especially uh, if you're like a young lady, and there's this scary guy driver, and, right. he wa- and he wants to take you to his house and give you something, <laughs> that you just do it. <laughs> right. Just do it. Don't ignore that inner voice. If you're like, but I'm scared, and he could overpower me. 
fucking just roll the dice. <laughs> That's the last time you're picking up from this. What's the worst? No matter thing how scary somebody seems <laughs> in public when you're traveling, just go with them. Go go to their house. Listen, there's just hope for the best. Listen, there's different signs. If it worked out for Joe, it's gonna work out for you. <laughs> if they're if they're grabbing legs, if they're grabbing legs and saying creepy stuff to you. Maybe don't go. True. But true. if he's doing nothing but d- d- yeah. driving you to the place. Right. Maybe don't judge him so bad. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, there, there is that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, he... I, Just because he, sc- like, he had scars on his face. Right. I have no idea how... The, you know what? It's, it's, he I, was being it's, nice. It's, it's I just understand him. Yeah. It is a funny thing where it's like, if you've grown up and, and you know, like, there's a typecasting or whatever they call it for, like, you know, when people get put in certain roles and they keep... And, like, somebody happens to look like a villain from a movie mm-hmm. or like a, like an archetype of a villain. I mean, that's got to suck for them, but of course you're going to like be scared. Cause like you've been conditioned to fear someone who looks like fucking Danny Trejo. Cause <laughs> Danny Trejo has played bad guys who kill people in movie after movie, after movie, is after movie. Ever, is he ever a good guy? Yeah. He, he, I think he sometimes he, a good guy. He's just a surprising good guy sometimes, okay. but always a tough from what I've seen, tough guy. Who's like, Kills, kills people, but isn't going to kill you. <laughs> so a good guy was, he just didn't kill one person. Right, he's not going to kill you. Okay. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good guy to have on your team. Right. He's a bad guy to have against you. Understood that. Uh, I'm sure people have been in that situation. Oh, if you've sure. traveled and you've gone a bunch of places and you're just, you don't know what he's saying, but yeah. he's in control of all of you at that right. moment. Like right. You could be going anywhere and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And you're already stressed out because you just got there. You don't know how mm-hmm. you're like the mm-hmm. is the whole trip fucked because you don't have a car. Right. And then there's a ten, you know, tension between your wife and you and you're like, fuck. Like I, because I told her I was like, yeah. no, they said it was fine. Why would you get a car ahead of time? And then right. you get there and it's like, oh, there's no cars. Fuck me, huh? <laughs> so now it's on me to kind of like ah. piece something together. And yeah, he saved the whole trip. It is. It is a good reminder of that thing of, um, you know, like uh, don't judge a book by its cover. But also, you know, it's like from trust some, your gut. Trust your gut from yeah. somebody who like because I have a look that. Um, you know, in certain situations, like, like I, I've definitely been like walking home from a bar, whatever, on the road. And I just end up and I happen to be like walking behind some women. It's the best. <laughs> Wait, what? And I can tell like they're nervous. And so, and then what sucks is like when they keep taking turns and it just happens to line up where, where I need to go. <laughs> right. And I can just feel the tension. And I want to say something like, I'm not going to hurt you. But then that's <laughs> slow down. Come here. <laughs> Stop walking so fast. I'm not going to hurt you. Let's walk together. I'm scared too. <laughs> but I know that's going to make it like creepier. <laughs> but in my head, I, I always think I never get like offended. I think like, no, nah, you're right. <laughs> you're right to like err on the side of caution <laughs> you know you see a fucking dude who looks a little sketchy i have a i have a look that can definitely come across a little sketchy and i'm like yeah yeah you should you should fucking get, get out of here do you ever like purposely stop and like tie your shoe to give a little a little oh, extra oh, room oh, a little distance or, or yes. go the wrong way and then yeah. come back I've, I've what's annoying is i have done the thing where then like i'll walk slower or like stop and look at my phone for a second <laughs> act like i'm doing something and then for whatever reason they'll fucking slow down too and i'm like god damn it now it does look like i'm coming after you it maybe lo- they, they, they maybe they want you to <laughs> another lesson in today's show right <laughs> if you think someone's following you maybe just slow down and see what he wants <laughs> safety first or or if you think somebody's following you what you should do is just turn around and ask like hey are you following me <laughs> no i'm no i'm not or or if you if you like it, just turn around and be like hey i i, uh, I want you to follow me <laughs> or or if you're behind somebody this is what you really should do if you're behind somebody and it seems like they're ma- you're making them uncomfortable you're not sure just be like do you like me following you <laughs> you should ask that question you like this? Do you like it when I follow you? <laughs> what? And then say it like that. Where are you going? Because that's where I'm probably going too, huh? Hey, hey, girls, you like it, don't you? You like it when I follow you. You didn't say you didn't. You don't say you don't like it, so I'm going <laughs> to just keep following you. 
clip, clip, clap. That's a fun thing to say to strangers. <laughs> clip, Make them comfortable. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> like doing little dances. Like <laughs> I just picture someone like uh, like Joaquin <gasps> Phoenix from The Joker. Like that kind of walk. Oh my god! You know, you like it when I follow you. Do you like it when I follow you? Little <laughs> spin. Oh my <laughs> gunshot. I always think about this. My brain th- thinks about this way too much. Things you can do that are like so fucking uncomfortable mm-hmm. and inappropriate and creep, but not illegal. Oh, absolutely. Like it's not illegal just to be a weird fucking creep who walks in an odd way and just says and just says things like, you like it when I follow you, don't you? And does like a like, little weird little dancey walk. But you have to explain it to the police. Most likely. You have to explain to the police. But they'll be like, I don't know, fucking maybe stop doing that, but right. you're free to go. But is it illegal? You could be like, officer, is it illegal to say, <laughs> do you like it when I follow you? And then you just replicate your little walk. And eventually there's like, just fucking get out of here. <laughs> God, you're weirding us out now. God, just stop doing that. It's not. I wish, I wish it was illegal, but your, it's not. Cr- your criminal record is just all these times you were almost arrested for doing weird shit. <laughs> it's like never anything serious, just doing weird shit. <laughs> At binoculars on the sidewalk. Like you weren't on personal property. You've been brought into the station 75 times for just like skeeving people out. <laughs> well, it's, it's fucking Dan again. He's been weird more people out downtown. <laughs> he knows we can't fucking book him, but uh, you know, we can bring him here and talk to him a bit. He's hacked it. Give them time to get away. <laughs> Life hack. <laughs> Put it on YouTube, make get some money off of it. Uh, okay, let's move on to dumb dumb idiots. You okay. ready? Yeah. Zach! <laughs> This story was sent in by a handful of dummies. Okay. So we'll not be crediting any single one. Uh, Just a lesson in maybe don't. Man uses live eel to cure constipation. Holy shit. And nearly dies. Holy shit. Are you shocked? Uh, I am actually. Okay, here we go then. Take this story as a lesson of what not to do under any circumstances ever. A man in China has been hospitalized after using a live eel, which he inserted up his anus and into his rectum my to cure God. his case of constipation. Get in there and eat my shit, eel. <laughs> Do it. You like it. <laughs> According to Global Times, the unnamed man located in Chinese city of Xingha put a 20, <laughs> 20 centimeter long, which is 7.87 inch eel in his ass and recommended by a purported folk remedy. Uh, mm-hmm. The eel, however, had plans other than relieving the man's uncomfortable medical condition. Upon reaching the rectum, the eel headed towards his colon and bit it, entering his abdomen, Jesus. reported the Chinese news outlet. Oh, my God. It's his, like, stomach. It goes on to say, remarkably, this is not the first instant of eels being used in this peculiar way, suggesting the purported remedy is somewhat well-known. In 2017, a man tried the folk remedy as per his friend's recommendation, said Men's Health. In that case, a 49-year-old man was rushed to the hospital where a doctor performed an emergency surgery to remove the eel. When they asked him how the eel had gotten his system, he told them that he uh, it swarmed up by itself. Sw- swam up, oh, by, swam itself. up by itself. <laughs> and I remember that story. Oh, my God. I remember this getting sent in. We never read it. But I remember it'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, eel swam up like, my I, butt. I, I, or, I, or, it might have been a fish. He's like, oh, I sat on it. It's like, oh no, no, God. no, you shoved that fish up your asshole. That's not, how, that's not how buttholes work. Uh, before eventually confessing that, of course, he did it himself. If you could just fucking sit on fish <laughs> and eels and have them up your ass, you need to get your butthole tightened. Like <laughs> That's gape. Right, Talk about gaping for God. You're, you're, you're always gaped. You're, yeah. <laughs> gaping for God. Gaping for God. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's right there. Gaping for God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn! All right, I'm, okay. thank you. Thank you. 
Hey. Yay. <laughs> That's it. Actually, ah. he's wrapping up the show. It's not going to get better. <laughs> That's the fucking end right there. <laughs> no, but it just like, it reminds you of like you take these, these home remedy suggestions from your friends. What? And if you did that all the time, either you'd always be sick or you'd be dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and these old folk remedies, it's like... <laughs> Like folk medicine is medicine created by people who did like science wasn't a thing yet. (laughs) Like sometimes it can work. Sometimes they did stumble upon through trial and error things that are like good for you. But like when people like some people act like that stuff is better than Western medicine. No, it's not. No. Every once in a while, there are things. Yes, that can help. Homeopathic things can. Yeah, absolutely. Have good qualities. And my wife does remind me of this. Extreme stuff like meals in your butt. Probably not. Like everything that's in modern medicine. Right. She it it blew blew her mind when she it really kind of like came to fruition. She was like, "Oh my god, it all exists." Yeah. It's on this planet. Yeah. A lot of it's derived from folk medicine. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's all it's all here in one form or another. Yeah. And it just combined into the right things to make like so. There's 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 truth in it. Yeah. But it's a matter yeah. of knowing what the fuck you're doing with it. I just look at it like, like, just say, like, like things get better, like our computers, our phones, like they upgrade. Like if someone was like, "Hey, do ah, you those like- dial-ups," I'll tell you what, <laughs> right? It's like, do you want to drink a beer based on a four thousand year old recipe, or somebody that like uh, came up with this, you know, three weeks ago? That's like spent thirty <laughs> years in like the craft brewing. Dr- it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take the new shit because <laughs> they've been refining it for centuries. Oh man, and I hope I'm not pulling this out of my eel ass, but I feel like they. Uh, not recently, but a couple years ago, yeah. they dug up a tomb mm-hmm. and they found some really old wine, right? Yeah. Super old. Right. And <laughs> like, like thousands and thousands of years old. Yeah. And it, and it got like tasted or tested. Yeah. And it was fucking shit. Of course. It was the worst thing that they've ever tasted in their life. Oh, I bet. So they, it's like, well, yeah, there you go. They, they, they did not get better with age. They've made, I was talking about in times, like they've made, like, they found the recipe for like this ancient Sumerian, like mead, like this like, <laughs> oh, beer. Sure. And they made it. And the way they describe the taste, it's always like, it's uh, better than expected <laughs> right. or like good, like with an asterisk. <laughs> I always like read between the lines of like, it is fucking garbage. <laughs> it's hot garbage. Yeah. Uh, that somebody's puked up and then tried to eat again. You know, in articles... expect it to be worse. Articles and lists, they have the little the asterisks. Right. Where then at the bottom is the key. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like better than expected. Asterisks, the bottom's like, shit. For, tastes like... <laughs> better than shit. Mm-hmm. Better like, than shit. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> better than uh, decaying human butthole. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the little right. key at the bottom, you're like, hmm... And that's just so crazy hmm. that, like, with constipation, like, should I see a doctor who they have, you know, medicine that they've had for a long time that they know easily cures constipation? Or should I stick a fucking eel up my ass? Because that's what the old folk recipe says. <laughs> that's what my aunt told me. That's what my aunt. <laughs> should, should I listen to the doctor or my aunt? Who <laughs> <laughs> Did it work for somebody? Right. That's what I want to know. Should I ask my aunt to take a break from tarot cards <laughs> and ask me what kind of animal to shove up my fucking ass to get my poop out? Or should I call a doctor? <laughs> Hmm. Option A. Ah, Which one's dang. cheaper? Which one? <laughs> the eel. <laughs> well, it depends. You have to buy the eel or... I was picturing some weird, like, series of Googles. Like, what kind of eels eat shit? <laughs> what, what's the what's the best... What eel is best at eating human poop out of your butt? On it. All right. Some eels bite. Google just keeps coming back with, like, stop. Don't. It's like, please stop it. What are you doing with your life? Knock it off. All search results are... All search results are hidden. You have to type in a password, like some sort of thing. It's like, 
little IQ test to like get the yeah. results. You're like, man, sorry, bro. I would love it if like a GIF came up for certain search results, <laughs> and it was just like, like just I don't know, Rob Lowe, or just I'm just being like, Jurassic, what the fuck, Jurassic Park guy. Uh uh uh. Right. Uh, he didn't uh, say uh, the uh. magic word. Uh uh uh. What was his name? Dennis in the I movie. I can't remember something like that. Uh, oh fuck. So um, in your at, can you imagine an eel? Bad idea, and then it eats through your colon and just ends up in your fucking abdomen. Oh, my God. That is so bad. That's so gross. (sighs) So fucking gross. And then after, like, he finally... uh, And 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 it's not in this article, but Mm -hmm. other articles I read, they did surgery, and the eel was alive. That's incredible. I wondered Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. The eel survived that. I'm just picturing, like, like you have some situation where you end up with a colostomy bag. (laughs) And then every once in a while, people are like, so what what led to that? And, like, if you're honest, you have to tell them, like, well, I... I couldn't poop and I, I stuck a yell at my ass. <laughs> did, did it work? Of course it did. And didn't. how do you get it up? Like, do you have to like relax your butthole? Mm-hmm. And like, are you, do you have like a butt plug or like a dildo and you're just fucking your ass for a while <laughs> to get it like good and relaxed? And then you quickly grab an eel. Mm, get in there. Get in there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're on all fours, but your ass is up real high and you're reaching oh back God. there like dipping fish food in your butthole. Uh, like any, what do eels eat? Fish food? I'm guessing. I, I, yeah, I don't even know. No, no. Yes. Okay, fish food to get a fish in there, and then <laughs> and the eel will chase the fish into your butthole. Or do you have like a crazy dildo that's hollowed out, and oh. you, then you put an eel in there, it's and then you Elon set Musk and shit. then you put a fire. You set fire to some paper on one side <laughs> to pressure the eel to go through the other side of the dildo and into your butthole. There's got to be a whole how much water is in your butthole for the eel to like be okay? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's yeah. What's going on questions? there? Is it like an enema where you then you, but you also add an eel to it? It's just, it's so, I'm sure there's a whole, there's obviously along with the folklore medicine. Uh, first you need. I want to know what other, sorry. That's what I thought I said. First you need. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to suck one gallon of water up your butt. Okay. And then, then like you have to do a handstand mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the water doesn't come right. out when you shove the eel in yeah. your butt. You have to have a friend you trust to keep secrets. <laughs> Bring the eel over. Feed an eel into your ass. Feel an eel into your ass while you're upside down. I'm just picturing like this recipe, like this medicine is like in a book of other folk medicine. Just what horror is in that? <laughs> it's all eels. Earache. It's all eels. Put eel in your ear. Eh. I got a stuffed nose. Well, it, tell you what, eel. It, it's all just like critters. Like, where you, it's like, like if you have an, like a pink eye, uh, you just gotta like uh, put a bunch of ants all on your eyeball and let them eat, eat the infection off your eyeball. Absolutely, just like just horrible stuff. For every rash, single like, recipe in your armpit. It's like flamingo. Like I don't what what <laughs> yeah get a flamingo you gotta get a flamingo <laughs> and you gotta trick it to eat the infection out of your armpit. The what? medical uh, illustrations in that book. I want to see them. It'd be the best to see. All professional with a little flamingo pecking an armpit. They finally, they finally find out it's like a joke book. <laughs> this book was actually written in the 70s by someone just fucking with people into like homeopathic remedies. Just on so much acid. They're seeing how far they can take it. Like like some of the things are just like if you have like an STD, then you have to cover your dick in honey and let a bear lick it off. And like just like a wild bear. And they're like, I wonder if we can get somebody dumb enough to do this. <laughs> Sprained ankle? Fuck a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just crazy what? stuff. Like your leg's broken. Well, you gotta fuck a dog, and you just gotta keep fucking it until your leg unbreaks. <laughs> like what? The bones will heal. The bones will heal. You bone while your bone heals. <laughs> bones for bones. We anyway, next chapter. We did it. We did it. Uh, this next one is something that we've talked about a while ago, and mm. I, you don't know what's going to be on today's show. Okay, but this is apocalypse pending. Roll it. So I'm going to read the description of this YouTube video, and then we're gonna we're gonna watch the video. Okay. Uh, this is a video about a spiritual like force field guy who 
claims that he can deflect your punches or stop your punches just oh, by, yeah. his, by his spiritual force field. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see this video. Okay. This is so great. Okay. So here is the setup for it really quick here. Yeah. And then we'll narrate. Right. So this is the moment a no-touch energy shield master receives a heavy dose of reality after mm-hmm. he invites a professional martial martial artist to punch him in the face. This is a great thing. <laughs> I, I wish a version of this could be done for like like the QAnon truthers, like all these people who get into these weird wormholes <laughs> and they're never faced with reality. Like to, to really like, they, they believe in the weird Illuminati stuff, mm. but like they never, like, like it'd be great to have those people like brought in to wherever they know, like have them brought under the Denver airport and be like, where is it, motherfucker? <laughs> the janitor flat like flips the lights on. Right. They're Shows where it is. Like the, the, like the yeah. burn of the mm-hmm. the hum of the lights. Like, right. look. Uh-huh. Find, a, find the lizards. Good. You have three hours. Yep, Go. You have three hours. Here's a look, shovel. Mm-hmm. Go fucking do it. Here's the schematics. Look everywhere you want. You know, and it's like, but even then, it, it, like the truth wouldn't set in with them like it does in this situation where if you're claiming that you can stop people from punching you with this, like be able to create an energy force field with your chi, essentially, yeah. it's so easy to disprove that by just punching you in your fucking face. <laughs> it's so satisfying to watch. And hey, this guy is an acclaimed uh, martial artist. So stuntman Alexander uh, Litfanico, also known mm-hmm. as Alex Lee. I'm guessing he changed his name because first name, last name. Mm-hmm. A seven-time martial artist champion in the Ukraine proves to be more than a match for the resistance specialist in the video, which was which has reemerged on social media. The 36-year-old who lives in New York is asked to hit the master who says he can neutralize the threat with just impulse in his hand movements. And, and just to clarify, the guy c- claiming the force field is not the seven-time Ukraine champion. Nope. He's just a dude who thinks that no martial artist can fucking penetrate his chi energy. Or he's been claiming this, and then finally somebody's like, no. Called him on his shit and was like, yeah, put it to the test. And then what's he going to do? Right. Like, if he backs out and goes, no, 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 I can't. Like, that, he's a coward. Right. Uh, and this I, is what people wanted to see with Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. Like the boxing diehards, they they, they they want to see somebody do this to Logan Paul. <laughs> right. Like just to fucking mash his face. I think like 99% of the world wants that to happen to Logan mm-hmm, Paul. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen with the fight recently. Right. But this guy is like a low rent version of that. <laughs> and it doesn't work out for him. Okay. So we're going to play the video. Okay. They're in a field. Oh my god, this guy. Martial artist. You can tell which guy is the spiritual guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so this yeah. I just want to make, make that clear. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Alex mm-hmm. Lee is doing like some hand movements. Yeah. Kind of goofy, goofing around a little bit. And he's explaining what he's gonna do to this guy, right. I, I imagine. Right. And I love watch this first attack and then yeah. watch the spiritual like energy guy's face. Yeah. Okay. So, so before we play, to set the scene, they're both kneeling on grass facing each other, and there's some, you know, like a cameraman and I think some other people around, but they're just like the the energy guy is he's concentrating, he's building his force field. And yeah, and they're not standing. They're kneeling on the ground, probably one foot away from each other. Right, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Okay, focusing, focusing. And now the energy guy is building his force field with his hands. Oh! And he... See that? Mm-hmm, and he slapped the other guy. Slapped him in the face off of like a punch, right? Right. Which clearly, he missed the punch. He was showing that he could have punched right, him in the face. Right, but he held back. He held back. And force field guy slapped him <laughs> Slapped hard. him. And then look at the smile on force field's face. Ready? Okay. Now he's look like, ha, 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 I got gotcha. you. Look at this. I got gotcha. you. Told you. He's, he has uh, impressed himself. Mm-hmm. Right now he's like, holy shit. And now the gloves are off. Oh my God, this works. And right. here we go. Yep. Here we go. Next round. They kneel down. And, and the guy just go grabs him yourself. and fucking jacks him in the face. <laughs> oh my God. It happened so fast. They have their little flurry exchange. <laughs> and then the martial artist guy put, grabs him in kind of like a headlock, but face uh-huh. each other. And then releases him only to uppercut him in the, in the head. And he's stunned. 
Yeah, he's done. He's like, that did not work out like I wanted it to. His hair was already up, mm-hmm. but it would have been up after that uppercut. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, now he's like, what happened to my fourth? He's build? like, holy shit. He's now, only- now, before they go get, so now they sit down for a third time. He has to be so rattled. He, well, watch this stretch. Watch this right here. This okay. will tell you. Ready? Okay. Ooh, ouch. Ooh, ow. Ouchie, ouchie. My oh. neck. And how come my fourth fill didn't work? Okay, he's getting his cheek in. He's doing like, <laughs> oh he's doing God. jazz jazz hands to try which to build is, his force field again. Which is top chi like mm-hmm. movements, mm-hmm. as far as I know. It's so great to watch. Doing his little jazz Technique. hand movements, like, oh, I'm going to build my force field. <laughs> okay, right. and now it's going to work. Here we go. And they face off again. Okay, try and hit me, buddy. Try and, there's no way you can hit me. I got my force field. I got my force field. Boom, boom. Hit, oh, my <laughs> God. Punishing him. <laughs> Hits him in the face like six <laughs> times. Then watch this. Ready? They sit down again. They bow. <laughs> The guy's like, I have had enough. <laughs> my force field. I'm going to go back to my force field training. He did it. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I love, like, you think he tried to claim like he didn't hit me? Oh my! Like just god. other weird, weird things that didn't happen. I He's love, like nope. I I wonder. I wonder how he reevaluates that. But I love that he like put it. He put it to the test. Mm-hmm. And just like all his nonsense training when he was, and and maybe he had a training partner before who wasn't actually a martial artist and felt bad well, for yeah, him and, and like didn't try to hit him. We've seen that over and mm-hmm. over again where they just buy into God, it. It's so great. Whether it's pressure, like trying to like not let this guy down. Yeah. Like you want to be a part of his group. You need some goddamn yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. So you just stroke his ego. Yep. This guy showed up and was like, nope, I'm going to punch you. That's just such a great example of crazy beliefs meet reality <laughs> in such a like great way. Like, like I wish there could be a version of that for like people who don't believe the vaccine is real and people right. who don't believe that. It's like, I mean, there is, but usually it's like, but they still will find other rationality like that. There's no writing that one off. Absolutely. You thought you could make a force field out of fucking magic <laughs> that would specifically stop somebody from attacking you. And then the first time you put it to the test, that person beats your fucking face. <laughs> I love it. There's no way after that, <laughs> unless you're completely insane, to think it still works. You know, he tried to find a way to spin uh, it I know, so he could keep his little group around him. Rationalization is a powerful thing. And if you want to watch the video, go to the episode description and I will have the link for you right there. Oh, that's so great. Ready for One Star Heroes? Ready. Let's go to Portland. I get no respect in real life. Always am upset. So I let him know I hate him. Speaking of reality, uh, <laughs> meeting uh, people just thoughts in their head, yeah. uh, I want to talk about Helium Comedy Club here for our one-star reviews. It's uh, only three out of five stars, 344 reviews, uh, the club I was just at in Portland. And I will say it is almost impossible to find a comedy club with, with strong reviews because a lot of the people leaving their reviews are people who have gotten kicked out okay. or scolded sure. at the comedy club. That's when they choose to leave a review. And in my experience, I've seen so many people get thrown out of comedy clubs over the years. Literally every single one of them deserved it <laughs> and by a lot. And, and almost every single one, when I talked to the staff afterwards, oh, just leave, leave the room just complaining about how this is bullshit and they were just having a good time. And why is this happening to them? Because you're an obnoxious fucking drunk 99% <laughs> of the time. You don't know how to handle your liquor. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me it's not a guy that's just sitting there like having my God. his first beer of the night. Right, uh, you know, checking something. <laughs> little yeah. lap, like does a little hand wave, like, yep. oh my gosh, I get it, buddy. And they'll grab him and yank him out of there. Right, <laughs> they don't what? Yeah, it's that's crazy. crazy. That is the thing. Most most commonly, it's somebody who like they think they're like, I'm just having a good time. 
I'm just like expressing when, when you come to a stand-up show. <laughs> we all know this drunk guy. Th- there's this, there's this, and, and I've had fans do this plenty of times. I mean, most of them don't, and, and the sentiment is appreciated. But it's like I'm just like like they're yelling things back to you, yelling like uh, the punchlines. They're you know yelling out like references to things you've done, and and it's just coming at, like they're just enthusiastically enjoying it. But I always think like yeah, but imagine if everybody did that in the room, it would completely stop the show. <laughs> it would just be a cacophony of madness. And it's like how a comedy that works is like the comic does their bits. You laugh or you don't laugh or you clap or you don't clap. And that's pretty much it. And I don't mind the occasional thing. I'm more tolerant than some, you know, like at the beginning when you come on stage, sure. Yell some stuff from the podcast. We can have that moment. And sometimes people will perfectly time it, you know, like after a bit. Sure. But then there's always the person who just like, or not always, but a lot of times there'll be this person who just like the whole show, they're just like saying things all the time. That's the person that gets kicked out. Hmm. And they're like, I was just having fun. It's like, yeah, but your fun was ruining everyone else's fun. <laughs> like that's, that's not, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's just it's, oblivious. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like the equivalent of somebody who just likes to read out loud. <laughs> you know, that's how they absorb information. They like to read, they love books, but they read out loud. <laughs> that's great. Don't do that at the fucking library. You do that at home because now your reading is fucking up everyone else's reading. Yeah. Um, so here's so helium. Uh, uh, you know, here's some five stars to show that you know people do enjoy it and get it. I mean, Rob Paul D says I've been going here for years. They book in solid comedians. You're always guaranteed quality comedy. Service is great. Staff is nice and, and professional. Catherine G, five stars. Great ventilation. Spread out tables. Well-organized routes to promote social distancing. So lots of these nice qualities. Okay. And with this club specifically. I know the last two managers. Nick uh, is just leaving. I'm happy for him. He's going to Avalon Management now in L.A. He's been the manager there a couple of years. Awesome dude. Mm-hmm. I've recorded a couple albums there. This is, it's, a, it's one of the best clubs in the country. Okay. Uh, Shayna, the manager before him, also awesome. So just to counteract some of those complaints. Ali G, one star. This is recently. This is August 23rd. I was surprised to see there was absolutely no social distancing being practiced when I went to a show on Friday, August 25th. Uh... 2020. This is weird that they're Damn, referencing. Was that your show? Um, <laughs> actually, was it? No, it's close. no, it, no. It was, it was just close. outside. Just outside. Just outside. Yeah, you're uh, there on like the 28th or oh yeah, 27th maybe. Uh, the place was packed, elbow to elbow. Made it's just weird that their t- date reference is beyond the date that they posted. Oh yeah, that I is don't weird. understand that. Um, anyway, I, I moved some chairs away from me in order to feel more comfortable, and the employee was extremely rude to moving them back and did not have any compassion as I was experiencing a lot of anxiety. Pretty much the woman next to me was breathing five inches into my hair. The first beer had way too much head. I would have paid $25 more in order to have more room in an indoor event. I will never see a show here again in the future as it is a super spreader hub. Here's what annoys me about this. Ask before you go in. What's the social distancing here? And then they're going to tell you. And if you don't like it, leave. (laughs) Right? Because these businesses can't accommodate to everyone's preference. And, you know, if they're willing to, like, risk it and you're not, then go home. And it's that thing where I just feel like so many people don't understand basic fucking numbers, like economy. If they were just to, like, shut it down or spread it out the way they want, there's no magic money fairy who's like, hey, they did the right social justice thing, but they get to keep running. It's like, no, a lot of people could lose their fucking jobs. And, like, the and thing a lot of them left. have. And a lot of them have. That's what's so frustrating. We were eating lunch at this wonderful place, Bangkok Thai. Or, no, a taste of Bangkok. Not far from our hotel. And, and they had one week left. They had, like, going out of business permanently September or something. The, the owner was working there. We, she was an awesome lady. She was so happy. You could tell she loved to give people food. Luckily, she has another location to go to. And she just said uh, the pandemic fucking destroyed them. 
not enough customers. And then once things started to open up, they couldn't get anybody to work for them because of the labor shortage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many people who only see one side of this argument. Yeah, but do you want people to die? No, motherfucker. We don't. Fucking Captain Tunnel Vision. Almost everybody. Right. Does not want other Does not want that. Yeah. But it's like, there's more than this one issue in the world right now. How the fuck do you not see that? It just <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. So this is such an annoying complaint. And, 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 and this next one, just to piggyback on this, to talk about what the staff have to deal with, Teresa S. from uh, 2020, September. One star. I said in my last review a few years ago that I probably wouldn't be back unless it was a special occasion. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was going to be this past Sunday. The complete disregard <laughs> of the customer safety was astounding. The main floor tables were distanced, but none of them were six feet away from each other. The table in front of us was maybe two feet away. About 10% of the customers, that's being generous, were wearing masks. When I asked an employee about it, he stated that it's hard to enforce anything with these chats. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, okay, we left a little bit into the main comedian's act because it felt so uncomfortable and unsafe. I have contacted the club on social media and through email. It seems there will be no sense of urgency to address my concerns. Do yourself a favor and skip it. It's not worth it. Uh, here's what's frustrating about this. And I talked to an owner recently of another comedy club in Cleveland. Uh, he was He's a great guy. This guy, uh, actually another Nick. It's like everybody's Nicks in, in comedy clubs apparently. Uh, the owner, and he feels so bad for his staff because – they have to, they were not hired to be security guards. Yeah. And what people don't understand with these mask mandates, you get somebody who's hired to be like a host at a comedy club where people are coming in usually having a fun time and or a waitress or a waiter at a comedy club. And now they're a security personnel. It could be a very small, non-confrontational person, whatever. And he's like, you don't understand what people say to them and how people like threaten them. <laughs> and there's been people getting like attacked, teachers and stuff actually getting punched because of trying to enforce these things. And a lot of people, yeah, have said like, fuck it. That's not my job. And I totally stand by them. Mm. And, and, and again, it's that thing of like, if you're real worried and you need everything to be just so, then stay home. You don't understand how the fucking world works. I, it's not, like not going to be perfectly safe for you like you want it to be. A setup in a comedy club where yeah. every waiter, every staff member is a huge fucking security guard. Right. <laughs> Trained in jiu-jitsu and Just fucking... fucking Jerry Five Bucks, brand new <laughs> right, drink. Right. This massive 300-pound ripped dude is like... Yeah. Here's your drink, sir. Right. He drops it down to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you any questions? No, I'm, no, I'm good. I, there's been videos lately I've seen of flight attendants getting fucking punched. <laughs> right. You know, by, we need linebacker flight attendants. Right, right. <laughs> that's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing where it's like NFL flight attendant. <laughs> that's the yep. that's the way it goes now. And I'm not saying it's right for the person to be a dick. I hate that person who's going to be just not follow the rules. Also, it's like if you don't want to follow their mask rules, then don't go. I hate that person as well. Mm-hmm. But like, but, but, you know, when you're leaving a one-star review, you should track down the people specifically, if you want to get really into it, find out who they are and try and leave some negative, have some negative, you know, thing there. Kill them. Or kill them. Uh, but just, you know, confront them if it's that important to you. Mm-hmm. But it's like to put it on the staff is just so unfair, I think. Right. Right. Uh, NS, oh my God, this person. Oh my God. Oh boy. NS in Portland. Uh, one star. I used to go to Helium Portland every week or more. I ignored the snotty manager and staff because it is Portland and everyone in the entertainment and social industry in Portland has a snotty attitude. <laughs> not, not true. But the last and final time I went to Healing for a comedy show, I was really looking forward to Whitney Cummings. I was treated so poorly, I will never attend a show at Helium again. The staff taking the tickets treated me like a second-class citizen. He embarrassed me in front of 20-plus people. Doubt it. Yeah. I was a dedicated Helium fan. I had taken a stand-up comedy course. Here we go. And was planning on taking um, a second course. However, I am now so sick to my stomach about how I was treated that I have no desire to pursue comedy again. Helium is a great space. However, National Helium 
what? National Helium needs to assess the manager and the staff for how their customer service might affect the clientele. Rest in peace, Helium. I mean, for now they're doing fine. For taking comedy classes, that wasn't funny at all. Exactly. Not even a tiny amount of that was funny. And, and I do want to say, Ann S., if you happen to be listening, if, if somebody being mean to you, uh, or your interpretation of that was being mean to you in, in a customer situation at a comedy club was enough to make you walk away from stand-up comedy, you were never going to be any fucking good. <laughs> oh, you would have been, been so screwed. fucking eaten alive. <laughs> Fresh meat. It is a business for people with a thick skin, right? <laughs> sometimes make it. Mm-hmm. You sometimes make it. And if your skin is that thin, they did you a fucking favor because you are way too big of a crybaby to fucking do anything in this business. Oh, man. So I go, love it. So go fuck yourself, Anas. If she thinks that was bad, you should yeah. try backstage like at a music venue. Oh my they, god! They fucking hate you. But I, you, like, you, you're never welcomed anywhere you go. Right? <laughs> it's just like you know what? And there's, I will say this for like it's so bad. And, and, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's there's some places that are just like not as bad. Sure. But every single venue sure. I have ever played, they're jaded. There's always one person who just really wishes you weren't there. Right. right. <laughs> you don't yeah. know. You don't know who they are. Yep. You're going to do your job, and they they, yep. they really want you to leave. And because you have to, because they have to deal with divas. You know, sometimes it's like Absolutely. a whole thing. Yeah. And here's the thing of like just people breaking into like entertainment. Like if you're a beginner comic and you're listening, and, and you're um you don't you don't feel like your local <laughs> club is treating you uh you know really nicely. Of course not, because they don't give a fuck about you. You have to earn that. Like they deal with like these weird inflated egos for people who have done comedy three times and then think like they had got a bunch of laughs and now they think the club should cater to them. The club does not need you bring them no business. Right. You sell no tickets. Uh-huh. They will do fine without you. So take that into account. <laughs> when, don't throw your weight around. I have a feeling that Ns was like, oh, I'm a comic here. I took a class. And so I'm at the club and like, hey, <laughs> knock, hey, knock. Hey, hey, Nick, how you doing? It's Ns. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Ns. Ns, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'd love to be sitting in the front row because I'm one of your local comics. Can I sit on the stage? And they're like, who are you again? Oh, <laughs> you don't remember me? <laughs> I told he the says vegan one of her jokes. biscuit joke last week at the open mic. <laughs> nah. No, I didn't, didn't ring a bell. I think care. one of the funniest things that was ever said to me yeah. was that it was a venue in Seattle where we showed up. And we just asked the guy, like, hey, like being courteous, like the stage yeah. guy, stage yeah. guy. Like, hey, where do you want us to put our stuff? He goes, I don't know. He's out of the fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> and all of us were like, that's fair. That's fair. But we're like, left mm-hmm. or right just mm-hmm. giving like where is out of the fucking way like you have to at least give yep. us that and then like the more you pry the back to the nicer they get exactly but right out the gate they fucking hate you sure <laughs> i don't know it doesn't matter it's out of the fucking way <laughs> <laughs> sweet happy to be here <laughs> it's the first interaction i have at the club and i was like cool cool sweet. just like everywhere else i've been <laughs> is it right <laughs> yeah i think yeah. the show like we were in headlining because he feels a fucking care no nope. like, fuck you yeah uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like we could have been. You could have been Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses. He would have said the same thing, right? Out of, out of the fucking way, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael P. Vancouver, Washington, one star. Ray William Johnson and Company killed it tonight. Okay, so some comics did well. Mm-hmm. With that said, the rest of the show sucked. <laughs> Sweaty, you know what? Balls, balls. I know. We got warmed. You meant warned like four times to keep it down. Seriously, it's a comedy show and it's funny. We were not allowed to talk to each other about what we found funny. Seriously. The guy in front of us who happened to be there by himself did not once notice us at all. But yet Helium warned us about our behavior. Never, ever will I come back. Michael P., I can say with confidence, they don't want you back. 
They are going to fucking love it. They're going to do just fine without you. Please don't ever go, don't ever go there or any other club. That person in front of you just didn't want to be confrontational. <laughs> I promise you that person in front of you, if the staff is talking to you, that person in front of you hated your motherfucking guts. <laughs> wanted you to die at your table. Is there anybody worse than someone who laughs and tries to like, loudly explains the joke oh that everyone God. just heard at the person next to him? It's so annoying. <laughs> that was funny because he right. said dicks. <laughs> right, right. Okay. I've seen that. Just laugh. That's why we're yeah. all laughing. That's why we're laughing. I've seen that personality thrown out so many. I've my favorite is I've seen this personality. They're really rambunctious and they're talking or whatever, and then they um they cry. They literally cry. <laughs> I've seen that happen numerous times. Tears as they're getting. Did you I punch just, them? I was just trying to have fun. Oh yeah. no! Like when the staff takes them out. Uh, my favorite is the most uncomfortable. Please don't ever do this. I talked about it. I think on some podcast at some point, but a, a long time ago, it was in Minneapolis and. They were. It was a very non-confrontational uh. staff, which was not good on the staff's part. I mean, somebody should have. That is one thing. When when you work at a comedy club, you are expected. Somebody there is expected to deal with hecklers, some kind of minimal security. But this was like an alt venue that didn't always do comedy, and so they weren't really prepared. And this lady, the, the bartender, front, was also security guard, right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, it is what it is. And this lady in the front, she just kept interacting, like what, just what you're saying. Like, like somebody, she acted like it was a conversation, right? You do a joke and she'd be like, oh my God, that happened to me last week with, it's like, no one fucking cares. Stop. What are you doing? Uh, They don't understand rhetorical questions. It's like just socially. So she keeps doing that, keeps doing that. And then, uh, finally I get up there and I've watched this for a long time and I was just like, Hey ma'am, I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) This isn't fun for anyone. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like I I was annoyed before. So I went hard on her Uh. out the gate and I'm like, just leave. It's not fun. I'm just trying to have fun. It's not fun. No one fucking likes you here because you've ruined the show. You've ruined so many jokes. Just fucking leave. Just get out of here. And uh, no, she doesn't leave. She weeps in the front for 45 minutes. (laughs) How does that make you feel? I thought it was funny. (laughs) But it made other people uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then she cried when she left. (laughs) And and at one point I did. I'm like, are you fucking crying right now? (laughs) I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, go cry outside. This is so weird. You're so fucking weird and awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> I bet you after every joke you confer with her. Oh. Was that funny? Was that funny? <laughs> cry? You mic up her cry. Oh my god! You oh, hold wait. the microphone. Can in we her get face? a second mic? And I just put a second mic so I can just hear her her cries. But it's like, and some people will be like, "Oh my god, that's so horrible." No, fuck that person. <laughs> it's like if you are that socially fucked up, uh-huh. you shouldn't be going out in public. Oh my god! Absolutely, that's too soft to fucking enable that. Um, so two more: Lindsay B, Cooper Mountain, Beaverton, Oregon, one star. I'm here for the Nicole Byer show, and it really seems like this is the very few sold. Uh, it seems like this is the very few. Sorry, it's always so hard because the negative reviews tend to have terrible grammar. Uh-huh. It's seems shocking. Like, it seems like this. Okay, she's trying to say it's one of the very few sold out shows they've ever had, but you can't fucking write that way. <laughs> we have we got drinks, we got in line for general admission, and now we've been sh- uh, shepherded. Uh, shepherded? Shepherded. Is that uh, a fucking word? No. Apparently. <laughs> uh, we've been shepherded. I mean, I guess it ushered? is technically, but it's not. You should be ushered to be more common. Escorted? Escorted. <laughs> something that people actually say. Uh, to the stairs to wait. Then outside with no game plan. After at least five minutes and drinking outside, I was told I had to go inside. Are y'all new? Are y'all new? <laughs> is this a new phenomenon for you? Very disappointing. Will not be back. Okay, Lindsay B. Uh, it's the comic's fault. <laughs> if you go to a comedy club huh. and you're going to anything other than the early show that night, if there's any shows before you and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why aren't we seated yet? Why don't they have their shit together? It is 1,000 out of 1,000 times the headliner's fault. Yeah. Whoever was on, uh, you're going to see that night 
took their sweet ass time getting off stage first show and fucked the staff over. Right. And I say that because it's a pet peeve of mine for other comics. Don't do that. I might go five minutes over. I don't go an hour over. Oh yeah. Cause I saw guys doing that coming up and it's, and I saw the staff then get, they it screws them twice. They have to deal with a really uh, high pressure check drop yeah. to get people to leave. And then those people don't want to tip them because they feel pressure to get out of there. Mm-hmm. They have to sweat their asses off, turn the show over. And then the people coming in are angry out the gate. And, and then they have their to, and then they're there longer. Yeah, they're there longer. Yeah. And it ruins their night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so that's so find find the comic you saw, Lindsay B, and and give them a one star somewhere. Huh. And finally, Jeremy R, another pet peeve, one star uh, from 2018. Tonight was horrible. I maybe cracked one laugh tonight and had to eat overpriced mediocre food in the process. Save your money. Go to any open mic night in Portland and oh, you'll hear better material. Easy. If you know who's performing ahead of time, that's one thing, but definitely don't fall for their two item minimums for free entry to see garbage comedians. <laughs> well, I love how he points out what he should have done, didn't do, and left a fucking one star. <laughs> he pointed out what he fell for. Right. <laughs> he pointed out, but it also is like, okay, you didn't look up the show, Jeremy, yeah, you admittedly. It. You and, absolutely did. And you admitted in the review that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so take your one-star review and just shove it up your fucking stupid ass. Uh-huh. Jeremy R., he looks like a fucking douche in his profile picture. Do as too. I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. That old saying. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit. What a piece. And, and Portland, by the way, it's, oh, my God. Uh, I feel like people, it, it's such an enabling city. I love Portland. Mm-hmm. It's always one of my favorite cities. But it's also one of the softest cities in America that way because it's it's so progressive that it's like, you know, don't yell at anybody. Don't be mean to anybody for anything. And then you see the results of that mentality. And it's like, I've never seen more human shit on sidewalks. (laughs) There's not, there's like LA, New York, Portland has the most human shit fucking per block. (laughs) Absolutely. Than any other city in America. Because because they just they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't want to like you know like be you know too harsh and like yeah this person dealing with a lot of mental illness. I know they are, but they shouldn't be dealing with it in front of Seven Eleven where they're taking a shit right. fucking six feet where people are trying to do business. <laughs> they should be removed from the city and you know it's sad, but it's not that fucking business owner's fault and it's not the people who live in that neighborhood's fault. <laughs> and it's like there's, I promise you there's a better way to handle it. Why did I than just letting it fucking run wild and unchecked? I don't know why I just pictured this. You know like the basketball hoops that you can suction cup to the wall or, yeah, or the yeah, door. Yeah. They do that with toilet seats on the oh streets God. in Portland. <laughs> It's like the outside of shops. They just like suction and come to the window. Like, oh, I take a little shit here. (laughs) You squat over and take a shit. Oh my God. Suction cup toilet seats. Oh, and I I saw a little netting. And the poop hits it like a crowd cheers, (laughs) like a little trigger. And the poop hits the trigger. It's like, I I saw another thing in Portland too that was the most Portland thing that I've uh, that I saw this trip. Okay, it was you know like on this one it was it was like a vegan gluten free uh, bakery that did have fucking great shit. Uh, the food in Portland is generally awesome, like some of the best I think in the whole country. Mm-hmm. And again, love a lot of elements of Portland, but this was like the most of like come on stop. They had all these like protest type things on their uh, you know posters in their window, right? But one of them was a very aggressive. Defund the police, which I know is a nuanced argument, and it's not necessarily anti-police. This one was. Okay. This one said pigs. It was, it was something about, like, fuck you pigs. And it was big, and it was in their storefront window. And I just thought, how fucking, like, stupid and just in your own weird little echo chamber are you when you don't understand how ridiculous that is to put on your business window? <laughs> because if I'm a law enforcement officer and I see that, oh, for 1,000%, I'm like, Fuck these guys. <laughs> it's, like I, ha- it's like having like, fuck the police on the back car 
Right back on your, your bumper car. sticker. Yeah. It's, it's so stupid. It's like if if I am an officer and I've seen that and then they get like a, a B&E, like a breaking and entering. Oh, man, I'm going to take my time getting there. I'm going to take not so much time. My, with my, my, gonna, my burrito. I'm going to enjoy my coffee. Uh-huh. I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm going to get there. If I see somebody inside, I'm going to encourage them to just you know, hurry up and take what they want and leave. <laughs> uh, but like I just I, I, I will help like, them with the TV. To me, that just represented like uh, this weird like disconnect of like what what are you doing? How do you not understand like the possible consequences of that? Mm, absolutely, I don't know. Oh, so Portland. maybe I love keep... you, you fucking weirdos, but maybe <laughs> dial it back in. Yeah, not not that weird. Yeah, yeah, no, they have, they have bumper stickers. Keep keep it weird. Uh, uh, less, <laughs> less weird. A little less weird. <laughs> too too weird. Too not. Make back. Portland less too weird. Keep the keep the funky hairstyles. Keep the tattoo shops. Keep the strip clubs. The vegan cafes. The food. Keep the, the art galleries. Keep the graffiti <laughs> art. Uh, less human shit. More stupid signs. Less stupid signs and windows that are going to backfire on you. Mm. And uh, maybe less one star reviews for ridiculous reasons. <laughs> I love it. That's fun. Okay. I need to go back to Portland. I've been there like five years. It's I'm sure my, it's worse than it ever. It's one worse. of my it's one of my favorite Best cities. Slash worse because I love Portland. Oh, like uh, my favorite bookstore, like Powell's Books, my favorite bookstore in the country. Some of my favorite restaurants, like it's so cool. Love Voodoo Donuts, love how funky it is. But then also, like when we go there this last time, not more than an hour after getting to our hotel, we walked down to Walgreens. We see a woman coming, like coming out hot <laughs> out of Walgreens, clearly struggling with probably like drug addiction and mental illness, screaming while doing air punches and kicks, like violently, <laughs> fuck you, bitch, die, bitch, fuck you, bitch, die, fuck you, die. Walks around the corner. We walk in. All the employees are gathered at the front. There is shit all over the floor. She destroyed this kiosk. <laughs> Not literal shit, though. We have to clear. Not literal shit. Okay. Like potato chips and okay. like dip and stuff. Like she just threw it all over the uh, ground. Gotcha. And then they were just, they weren't even like alarmed or angry. They were just defeated mm. and used to it. And the guy in the front, the manager, just goes, well, Becky's back. <laughs> Like, this is just their life. Good to see her again. This is just a Thursday in Portland. <laughs> Looks like um, she said she she was going to turn it around. Turns out Becky couldn't. Uh, and we're just going to figure out how to deal with this next Sunday. I, I I appreciate she said, fuck you, bitch, instead of fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I felt like a little less aggressive. Uh-huh. Um, she did not said, use the, the Lord's name in vain. She didn't lose Lord's name. She didn't say, God damn it. She, uh, she said, die, bitch. But she didn't also add, I'm going to fucking kill your family. <laughs> so, you know, she, Improvements. she destroyed uh, a kiosk, not a whole aisle. So that feels like a step in the right direction. <laughs> and she only stole... <laughs> she only stole like two a, phones. Two phones instead <laughs> of her usual four. So, you know, not a bad day. <laughs> Go, Becky. Go, Becky. <laughs> they have, like, team signs. Yay. <laughs> Feel better, Becky. <laughs> Too much enabling. Glad Too much enabling. Glad you're doing well. Oh. Uh, okay, well, that's a lot of bad shit. Let's take a look at some good shit. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Sliver of hope. Moving on to the good stuff. And this was sent in by, um, again, a ton of dummies. A Polish javelin thrower. I know. I know that you're going to hear Polish. You'd be like, yeah. what, who'd they kill? <laughs> what bad thing did they do? It's okay. a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. 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 So, Polish javelin thrower oh. auctions Tokyo Olympic silver mo- medal to help infant get heart wow. surgery. And this I, has been a pretty big story. I heard about it briefly like on a feed, but I didn't look into it. That is so cool. I know. So, Polish javelin thrower Maria Andracek auctioned off her silver medal from the Tokyo wow. Olympics for $125,000 oh my God. with the goal of using the funds to help an infant receive a life-saving heart surgery. That's amazing. So Andrzej explained Wednesday in a Facebook post that she discovered the fundraiser for eight-month-year-old Milozek uh, Malisi, uh, Maliza 
the boy who had a serious heart defect and was in need of surgery, but the family was looking to attain financial support. So Andrzejczyk promptly auctioned off her silver medal for the javelin competition. Previously, uh, she missed the medal at the 2016 Rio Olympics by two centimeters. Damn. Fuck that. Damn. That'd be the two centimeters in a javelin throw. (laughs) Right. You're like. That's the that's the thickness of the goddamn what uh, the probably even thicker than the head of the spear. Like right. that's that's just tiny. a tiny 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 2 centimeters is so tiny. That is one uh extra bicep curl. Oh man. And she's she um, she was she making sure she did not it. lose uh that ever again. Oh she had a sh- shoulder injury that yeah. year. Yeah. So Anderchek suffered from a so- uh, suffered from a shoulder injury that year that required surgery and forced her to miss the 27 competition. She was diagnosed with bone cancer in 2018, all before Damn. making her comeback that led to meddling in Tokyo. So she, wow, was, she persevered. Exactly. So Anderchek wrote in her Facebook post in Polish of the situation as translated by ESPN and other outlets. He already has had or he already has a head start from Cubis, a boy who didn't make it in time but was his amazing parents decided to pass on the funds they collected Uh, and in this way i also want to help it's for him that i am auctioning my olympic silver medal so zamka a polish supermarket chain won the auction with the bid of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. but anderchik said on instagram the money raised will allow the boy to get the necessary surgeries at stanford university medical center she said on facebook now there are other articles that said uh, that supermarket chain that that bought yeah. it, uh, they wouldn't take it. So they they, they bought it and they gave the metal back. That's so cool. Uh, so yeah, so it's just a it's just a, a very heartfelt good. That's amazing. Good all around story. Now, how <laughs> fucked up would that have been yeah. if the supermarket guy was like, yeah, give me the fucking metal, give it to me, and they had like on on display at some like marquee supermarket. <laughs> Like what the fuck? They just put it over like the. We the, bought this the donuts, <laughs> right? Just like she can just come by the bakery to look at her medal. We they have this like uh, silver medal, and then they have like uh, French bread, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> In this aisle, cereal, toothpaste, Olympic silver medal, French bread, uh, bagels. I just I, that's and that's so impressive that she would care so much about like a, a kid she doesn't know and a kid that's not even human fully you know the polish kid <laughs> right like a third exactly. class fucking human citizen third. like a like a going I mean, third class right i'm surprised like I, have they made it to third class like were there no like gorillas or monkeys that needed like heart stuff <laughs> that could have been put ahead of that kid they're fucking like frogs or turtles fucking frogs or turtles or just you know whatever monsters <laughs> so if she like she sold her olympic gold medal Right. For like a turtle heart surgery, <laughs> I mean, fine, that's fine. You She's do like, yes, you I heard, yes, I heard about the kid, but he's Polish. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> right. I'm not gonna. And if you're if you're like, where's this coming from? It's, it was a joke on Times Square because right. it's because Lindsay's Polish. I, I do always love that. If it's like a new listener being like, what the fuck? That seems a bit much. That was tonally off. <laughs> Why did he just say that? Why would he, Jesus Christ? Wowzers! They didn't seem racist before that. <laughs> oh my heck! I oh my tuned, heck, tuned out. <laughs> what if we just lost a bunch of people? They they did not wait for the. You're like that's it, final straw. Right, that was that was it. <laughs> we, after everything we've said, Polish so, monster was like out. There's a like a like a a, a Portland uh, Polish person who's just like, are you fucking kidding me? This <laughs> back episode to back? back to back. You gonna sh- shit all over? Whose name was NS? So there's <laughs> there was a Polish Portland listener uh, fucking living in a tent off Burnside, just being like, okay, that's it. Who just like was listening that's to the it. podcast while shitting in front of a right in front of a store, listening to this episode while taking a dump in front of Seven Eleven. That's it. That's it. That's so somebody's watching that. Somebody's this person with like earbuds in, just <laughs> taking a shit in the Seven Eleven parking lot, being like, that's it. Wow, that's it. I'm done with them. You can tell everyone. I'm done. <laughs> just rips off her just don't T-shirt, <laughs> right. wipes her ass. <laughs> but thanks for helping us make it the best selling clothing item we've ever had we do appreciate that <laughs> fuck the man am I right ah, fuck the man fuck the man <laughs> alright let's move on junk mail Zach push it 
Some of the ants bite, and some of the ants are red. <laughs> I just keep thinking about that. Zach, I love you. That's just <laughs> that's a very funny part of the show tonight. <laughs> and some are real big and real scary. <laughs> yeah, but how many are there? <laughs> one second. Hold on. One second. There's oh, my God. You guys have to see this one. <laughs> There's 22,000 species. I thought that was pretty interesting. Come on. <laughs> this start- one is so strong. He starts showing us videos, and we're like, oh, that's a hornet. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but I mean, it is scary looking. It's spooky. That's a scorpion. <laughs> right. That's a tortoise. God damn it. <laughs> it, it gets more off topic. There's just like a baguette. It shows up on the screen. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm just hungry. Right. That's, look at that. It looks delicious. That's spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> sorry, somebody before, somebody, somebody did ask, uh, they were talking about um, Zach, actually a, a comic, uh, Amanda, I believe, in, in Portland, who listened Ooh. to the show. And she was uh, asking if the gas station uh, diet was was true. And <laughs> I said, I said y- yes, he's gotten better recently. But that joke didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> he did live for many years on gas station fare. He still does. It's only like 50% now. <laughs> Are you doing better? I think he is. Well, they stopped serving him in half the places, so, you know. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm forced into being better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. It's a new you. Yeah. New you. He's just like, he's shrinking. Like, he he's only 6'8 because of gas station burritos. Oh, my God. Like, he's my size if he doesn't eat them. Zach's- some weird, like, oh toxic God. waste situation. That's such a funny thought. That, like, um, Zach-, <laughs> Zach. He's a mutant Hulk right now, but if he doesn't have his burritos, he's going to shrink. He has, like, this big athletic frame. And then, like, uh, a year from now, he's, like, living on vegetables and, like, like fruits and stuff. And he's, like, 5'5 five, five, and just a buck 20. But, like, like, the happiest he's ever been. Like, he feels great. But he's just, like, this very slight guy. <laughs> his computer went from being too small to way too big. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> the, the best. Laptop <laughs> is comically large on him now. Instead of way too small. Oh, okay. it's funny to think that gas station food could like that, that. It's like a secret. Superhero. Like all the biggest, like like uh, like like Captain NFL America. players and and <laughs> professional bodybuilders, just like eating like fucking cheesy hot dogs <laughs> and just weird like stuffed meat fucking pizza things. finger things like all the weird <laughs> hybrid things they have at the gas station. <laughs> what do you eat, Tom Brady? Gas well, station burritos. I like mozzarella sticks uh, stuffed with uh, jalapenos and uh, uh, pepperoni for the most part. Wash them down with Mountain Dew. <laughs> Wash them down with Mountain Dew. Uh, a lot of Hostess. Uh, heavy on the Ding Dongs. Heavy on the Twinks. Wow. Uh, that's I, sorry. I just realized that's a different terminology. But it's my favorite. Heavy, one. heavy on the Twinks is a totally different kind of Tom Brady scenario. But maybe heavy on the Twinkies and heavy on the Twinks when I gotta get that cardio in. I have. <laughs> that's why I have I a pepperoni it. stick. I have a mozzarella stick. I fuck the shit out of a Twink. <laughs> <laughs> and I eat their Twinkie, and I eat my own Twinkie. I have a zinger, and I go throw some fucking touchdown passes, goddammit. <laughs> beep, beep. Woo! Woo! Zach, we love you. We know, a, we know none of those things are true. It's been a lovely day. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. Okay, I'm going to push the button again. <laughs> Same music, but here we go. Uh, First piece of junk mail coming in from dummy JB, who writes, Dan and Joe... I couldn't help but laugh at these uh, laugh at these events or laugh at these events as they unfolded, and hopefully you'll find some humor in it as well. I certainly did. I am currently in progress of moving. I was at my old house to finish up packing the odds and ends to get the place cleaned up. As I was going through the master bedroom, I went into the closet, and on the shelf was a box with a pair of dress shoes in it. Uh, no, uh, knowing that the box, of course, had the shoes in it, I chuckled to myself and said, always check for shoes. <laughs> Thanks to you dummies and the uh, helicopter donuts, Duckfoot's funny soap episode. <laughs> I continued through the rest of the house, got to my daughter's room. One of them left the bed linens and the air mattress they were sleeping on during the transition in the corner. I grabbed the sheets and the blanket and then ripped them up and then out dropped some shoes 
or I dropped a shoe. At this point, I laugh a bit more and I say, God damn it, always check for shoes. I continued going through the rest of the house, uh, packing up the, le- uh, the last of the odds and ends at this point, just giving, uh, just going through the, the, the closets, checking those, the cabinets, everything else. And I opened the coat closet in the entryway and sitting in the corner was a pair of goddamn shoes. <laughs> at this point, I'm, I'm laughing my tits off. I once again uh, continue to go through the house cleaning as I open up the cabinets, closets, oven, you name it. Yeah, but did you check for shoes? And I make myself <laughs> laugh in the progress as I looked around the entire house. So, fuck you guys and your nonsense or nonsense in the best of ways. Again, hopefully you find some humor in this. If this gets read on the episode, shout out to Eric and Vix. I know they are listening. Thank you guys and the whole Bad Magic crew for everything you do. Three out of five stars. Wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> Dummy JB. Oh, that's so nice, JB. Check those fucking shoes. I, I love that it actually kind of like related to what you're doing in your life. And, and I love that that one has caught on. Me too. Like it's, I, it's I, the I, most I, random <laughs> phrase I would have never guessed. You check for shoes? Uh-huh. That, that, that stuck. I pushed my couch out the other day to clean behind it and there's some fucking shoes back there. I was like, <laughs> God damn it, dude. Like there they fucking ah, are. Yeah. No, not kidding me. It's shoes. I was sandals that I've been looking Great. for for Ezra for God, you, fucking half a year. You forgot to check for him. I fucking forgot to check for him. You didn't, check, you didn't check me on the couch. For I, shoes. Didn't the, I didn't check for shoes. Uh, no, I did, and now he's got an extra pair of shoes. Perfect. Actually, got he got like an extra extra because we had to buy him extras because we couldn't find those shoes. But we would have saved some money if we just checked for shoes. In the yeah, first place. always check for shoes. Unbelievable. So the last piece of junk mail coming in from Dummy John, who writes, "Hello, Fred and Barney." This story is a tip to all comedians. Make sure your punchlines do their job or someone may take your joke as fact. This is fun. Growing up, my grandfather always had a very dry sense of humor. He had a joke for everything, though. Here's the one I will never forget. When I was maybe seven or eight years old, Cinco de Mayo was around the corner, and he asked me if I knew why it was called that. I said no, and then he proceeded to tell me this story. (laughs) Long ago, there was a beautiful ship crossing the Atlantic. Its only cargo was massive amounts of mayo. The ship had run into a terrible storm and it sunk, taking its cargo with it. In honor of this, they would name the holiday, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Oh my God. And I told this story to countless amounts of people believing it to be fact. Not a single person corrected me. I was 22 years of fucking age when someone finally told me that it stands for the 5th of May. I know my grandfather is in the next life, yeah. still giggling about the joke that I'd taken as fact. That thank you guys is so for funny. all the laughs. Six point nine stars out of five. Nice. Are you kidding me? Can't think you. Uh, can't think of anything that you should change. I, I think it's like, it's like Mexican Independence Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Day I of think. the day. I, yeah. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think it's like Zach, de, de Machos. Zach, yeah, you know, it's Independence Day. I think it is. Is that yeah? I'm looking. Okay. Okay. I believe. I always get confused, but I do believe it is their Independence Day. It's not Day of the Dead, though. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a uh, uh, Dios de los Muertos Martins. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what is um, I, I want to confess to something stupid too that I just did on the show. I because it was before the last record. I recorded scared to death this morning. Before I did, I quickly wiped my glasses. Whoops. Uh, to try and clean them, made them way worse. I didn't <laughs> clean them efficiently, and there's like this thick grime on both. And then knowing that was still there, put them on for this show. I just took them off at the end. It is preposterous how hazy the entire <laughs> show looked for me. Like I, I feel like I just went like from a like fog machine. Oh, I feel like I just went from like 1970s television, uh-huh. like the soft film look, the to look, 4K to just 4K. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why didn't I just take them off? Maybe that's. I only had to read one thing, and this makes it this made it harder to read. <laughs> I would have been better just not using my reading glasses. You They're, just gave me an idea. They look terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna open up an eye clinic. Yeah, and you show up, and I just give you shitty glasses. And I had to come back in a week. I just take them off, and you're like, "Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> Everything!" Oh yeah. You just tell them, like, "Look, it's gonna make your eyes a little bit worse uh-huh. for a week. Wear them all week, <laughs> right?" And then when you take them off the end of this week, noticeable improvement. <laughs> right. 
You just trick person after you just give them a fucking dirty pair of glasses. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Went, Holy shit! I can't believe how clear everything looks. <laughs> Let's see. Use a monogamy. Yeah. So Cinco de Mayo yes. is an annual celebration held on the May 5th, yeah. which mm-hmm. commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. So it is a form of uh, independence. Kind of, but it doesn't throw that out there. But yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Fine. Fine. That's okay. Great. Great news. Great news. Thank you, Zach. I'm not sure that helped at all. It did. It did. You've done one helpful thing to I appreciate the thank at, you. At the very least, it's independent-ish. <laughs> Happy Independent-ish Day. Mexico? I think it is. I think it is like their, uh, I think it's, I think it's their equivalent to 4th of July, but I may be mistaken. Yeah. I think that sounds right to me, but I also am fucking stupid. <laughs> hey, Zach. Yes. Thanks for producing and directing today. Yeah. Thanks to Logan Keith. Thanks for all the merch. Go check out those new automated Facebook <laughs> t-shirts that we have in the store uh, a couple different options for you they just play off the AI generated t-shirts and they are hilarious find that at badmagicmerch.com and also at iswedumb.com also thanks to Logan Keith for managing our social media accounts you can follow us on our social media accounts Instagram, Facebook at iswedumb be sure to join the private Facebook group Is We Dummies, moderated by Liz Hernandez and the all-seeing eyes and if you want the video form of this show or any other show that we do here at Bad Magic Productions, head over to our YouTube channel. And if you have something you want to see on the show, email that in to dumb at iswedumb.com. Any general questions, info at iswedumb.com. And then make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to our podcast. We did have a giant uptick. Thanks to everybody for um, for hopping on that and reviewing us on Apple Podcast. Uh, we put a little blast out uh, for that in the Is We Dummies one. Yeah. I think we jumped up like 500 Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so that's cool. Great. That's Thanks, great. guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And I want to correct this before, so no one has to correct me. It is not like Independence Day. Fuck yeah. I, I had to look. It, it is a popular holiday, but September 16th is Independence Day. That's Mexico's Independence Day. It is just like what Zach would say. It just marks, uh, you know, the Mexican army's victory over France. So, like an important in the in the in the Franco-Mexican War of 1862. Okay. So, commemorating an important victory, but not Independence Day. Gotcha. But it says common misconception. By the time this by episode, us, by us gringos, we might have easily like we almost fucked it up. Yeah. But then, like this episode, when it comes out, mm-hmm. it's getting damn close to Independence Day. So oh, yeah. Happy Independence Happy, Day, Mexico. You know what? That was all intentional. <laughs> that was just, we wanted to weave our way to, we're big um, uh, Mexican Independence Day fans. Uh-huh. We celebrate it every year, always have. Uh-huh. So, of course I do that earlier. <laughs> it's fucking around. So, Happy Independence Day, you guys. All right, dad joke. Ready? Yeah. Do it. Hey, you want to hear a joke? Wow. Make dad joke. Sent in by dummy Robert. Robert. I rolled the R in, of all in the- honor of Mexican Independence Day. You got it. Thank you. Where do bad rainbows go? Where do bad rainbows go? Prism. But don't worry, it's a light sentence. <laughs> Come on. Okay. That took some effort. It's a funny. It's, it's cute. It's sciencey. It's sciencey. It's light-hearted. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like I feel like my reaction to most dad jokes is like, oh, I see what you did there. Right. I don't know what else you'd really do. Right. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine meeting the person that just goes? I stopped fucking, doing them. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're freaking me out. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like rubbing your nipples, like I just can you? I pass out from laughing. I do a belly laugh and I literally lose consciousness. You're like, man, you really like those too much. We have to scale back to dad jokes. You guys don't see it. We close up every show and then I have to shock them back to life. Clear. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Mad Magic Productions.